this is Pastor John Perling welcoming you back to Faith Lutheran Church as we are walking through the gospel of Jesus Christ according to Paul's letter to the Romans, picking up again with chapter one. We get to the heart of uh, Paul's opening words where he lays out what the heart and soul of his teaching is, what he's learned from Jesus, and getting ready to unpack for the Roman Christians. This is chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it, the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. So the power of God in the gospel, and the power of God in the gospel is Jesus. He's the good news. He's the content of it. He's the, the shape of it, the form of it, the, the inside, the outside, the every side. And so that's, that's where the good news comes, and he's the power of God. He's the one who rose from the dead. The question we've got today is, uh, what power does that gospel have? And, and do we have any examples uh, from our own experiences of what that power looks like and how it works? Well, I can actually go with my own life. So I grew up in the Latter-day Saints, and I was a very questioning kid because something in me told me, you know, this, this isn't right. So as a teen and a young adult, I would get constantly in trouble because there'd be a statement made, and my question would always be, well, where does it say that in the Bible? Some, <laughs> somehow you knew that that needed to be where you found truth. Right. That needed to be the, the foundation of it. If it wasn't there. Yeah, and, and I got it. A, a lot of churches kind of focus on that kind of stuff. Well, you got to do good things to get to heaven, and I just never believed that. So I would always question so when I turned my back on the church, the, uh, the Latter-day Saints, I also turned my back on religion kind of completely. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I still believed in Jesus. I said, Jesus is out there, but... Yeah. But you didn't know what to believe about it. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, yeah. Really, I had kind no of, kind earthly Kind of a, a Jesus box. And <laughs> what's inside that box? How do I make this work? How do yeah. I open it? It was one of those puzzles that you can't ever open. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But... Then, you know, and this is where I think the power of the gospel also through, you know, the Holy Ghost helped. Because out of the blue one day. The Holy Spirit kept prompting you? Yeah, yeah, every once in a while. Cheryl would go to church and stuff like that. My wife would go to church and stuff like that. And, and she'd always invite me and I'd say, nah, I don't feel like it. Da, 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 da. And I, so out of the blue one day, she said, I'm going to go check out this church on a Sunday. And we're stationed here at Fort Leonard Wood. And I don't know why. I don't know what pushed me. I can only say it was the Holy Spirit jumping in me and saying, you know what, why don't you give this a try? Today's the day. Today was the day. And it was the day because I came here mm -hmm. to this church right here. And it's one of my favorite stories about them lowering the uh, the cripple into listen to Jesus. Oh, okay. All right. And, so the friends coming to Jesus, right. the house is all full. And, and and they dig through the roof and right. they lower him yeah. down right in front of Jesus. And I was so enamored by that, that, story. that story Yeah. that I said, you know what? I think this might be where I need to be to mm -hmm. find out the real truth about Jesus. So that's 20 years ago. And I've been coming here ever since. And it, 
and I really truly believe that that's how the gospel works. It's, it's that, you know, it's about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I've always knew that as a kid, I just didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. And of mm -hmm. course, so then for that short period of time, I was kind of pessimistic. It's like, you know, do I need Jesus? Mm -hmm. And then your brain keeps going, that little thing in the back of your brain goes, yeah, you, you need Jesus there, <laughs> schmuck. <Yeah. laughs> and and I, I think it pushed me to where I've learned that the gospel is very, very important in your entire life. And it's given me that hope mm -hmm. and that encouragement that I know I'm saved. Yeah, this, I don't have to work for it. The statement, uh, the statement in our study is the gospel is Jesus. Jesus is the content of it. And when we have a right understanding of him, when we really search the scriptures and, and digest them, have a chance to really get a chance to get to know him face to face that way, then we recognize him. Um, in uh, when, when, when the Lord is shared with us in a way that uh, not only reflects the truth of the scriptures, but also uh, touches our hearts, we, we, we can't miss him then. And it's like, that's, that's God. I recognize him now. Yeah, I knew he was there, but but I I couldn't quite see him. It's kind of you know. Here's the gospel. The gospel is Thanksgiving dinner, right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the gospel, if you only have the law, then the only thing you have is turkey. <laughs> okay, and, and you don't have sides. stuffing. Yeah. You don't have cranberry sauce. You don't have the great cheesecakes at the end. You, mm -hmm. you have nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The the gospel fills. I, I feel the gospel fills in that nothingness mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a such a a great way, and it's a positive way. Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, oh, uh, do you need the gospel? Yeah, we do. Yeah, you do. Like a f you, instead, <laughs> you've got like a form of religion, which is basically a, a list of things to do mm. on top of all the other things that I have to do. These are my spirit. This is my spiritual list of things I have to do, and I've got this form of religion with without the actual promise that runs the show, and uh, a, a Christ that has paid the price of sin and risen from the dead and provides me his continuing presence through his spirit so that all of this works according to his plan and, and goodness and love for me. Yeah, that kind of falls back to my statement earlier in one of the other podcasts where I said, that's Christian-based and not Christian-centered. Right, Because right. If, if you only live by the law, mm -hmm. you're bound to break it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no matter what. I don't care who you are. You're bound to break it, and you. Well, I, I never married, uh, murdered anybody. Not even in your head. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And Christianity gets reduced to etiquette. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Social etiquette. Right. Oh, I should do this because it's the right it's, thing yeah, to do. Yeah. I mean, and, if I stop at red and I go on green and mm -hmm. I cross the street at the right time, then then that's good, right? Yeah. And then then I qualify as a Christian. But I think gospel also gives us the lessons of why we do it. Mm -hmm. Why do we stop at that red light? Because we don't want to hit somebody. We don't want to hurt somebody. There's a care and a love. The care and love, yeah. yeah. That yeah. Jesus gave us. Right, right. Free. Right. Didn't call, I didn't have to break out my checkbook for it. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and people, well, like I said, if, if Jesus needed money, he'd take it. <laughs> he would, but he doesn't. Yeah. And that's where the gospel says, you know what? I'm going to guide you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guide you the best way I know how by leading by example. And that's 
what Jesus did. He led by example. And it's a very common phrase in the army, lead by example. Mm -hmm. Don't do something you wouldn't want your troops to do. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, I'm going to do something that you don't want to do, but I'm going to do it because at the end of the day, you'll know you're going to get resurrected. That's pretty awesome gospel right there. <laughs> I, I, and I hear from a lot of the soldiers and young people who come through our congregation that their participation in the, in the life of Christ um, allows them to go back on post day in and day out and, and serve with both integrity and with, uh, uh, with a hope in their heart and a love in their heart that allows them to always be looking out for the, uh, the good of the people around them. And that uh, with Christ in the center, that they have freedom to do that. Um, if they're facing deployment and going overseas and, and going to be going away for six months or a year or two years, they want to carry that with them so that uh, they never lose track of the center of why they are service, servant-minded because of the great servant of all that served us without limit. Well, wouldn't you say that the gospel, and I think this congregation, here, I think with the military, we have a, a special connection because not only are you giving them the love from Christ, but you're also giving them the love of, hey, you know, I know that you're out there protecting me every day. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a gospel thing, too. I think that that respect we have for the militaries that are out there doing their stuff is through the gospel. We're mm -hmm. letting them know, hey, if something bad does happen to you when you're deployed or something, you're saved. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I love it when we get military new people in here. I, I love I love talking to them because I think one, I think that's another way is to help get the gospel go. You know, you can't make disciples if you're if you're not going to talk to people. <laughs> and, and you know what? It, it may have been that they woke up that morning and were prompted the same way you were 20 years ago. It could be. Who, you, know, you know, it, it is funny because like, you never know how life is going to turn out for you to go from being not a non-believer, but a, a Christian-based mm -hmm. individual mm -hmm. to more of a Christian center is a great change in your life. Mm -hmm. And by far, I know I'm not perfect, mm -hmm. but, by, but because of the gospel, I know I've been saved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think those are just some really uh, awesome things to happen in life. And I've seen it here in our congregation where, you know, somebody that wasn't quite in line with it after a certain sermon, and you've probably heard it too, where they come mm -hmm. up and they say, that sermon really touched me. Why? Mm -hmm. What part of it touched you? And almost 90% of it was the gospel part of the lesson. Yeah, yeah. And they, we hear the law, mm -hmm. but when you think of the law, you think, oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. I am in trouble. Right, right, right. <laughs> but when the gospel part comes out of one of the sermons or, and stuff like that, or our Bible studies, you're like, yeah, I'm in trouble, but I can the, overcome this. The Lord has, the yeah. Lord has taken my place. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he rose up on that cross for me. You know? yep. Yep. And so at, you know, we weren't there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lucky for us because oh. There are some people I don't think that could have handled that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They'd have been more afraid of that than the life to come. And it's like, your, your life's going to be great afterwards.
the power of the gospel gives us the freedom to to stand in uh, in all kinds of circumstances and to know that the lord has got us in the palm of his hand and he's never going to let us go hey thanks for being with us again for this uh, episode in uh, romans the gospel of jesus christ through paul's letter to the romans we'll see you next time